The views expressed on this episode, as with all episodes of We Hate Your Baby Daddy, are based solely on our personal opinions and shit we heard in the streets. The content here should not be taken as indisputable fact. This show is for entertainment purposes only. So enjoy and don't come for us. Welcome back to another episode of We Hate Your Baby Daddy. So this episode is going to be about Thomas Jefferson, but we wanted to start it off by reading some baby daddy stories, you know, from out in the world. The first one we found on the internet, you know what, we don't even really need to say where we found it. It was on a forum, you know, for moms, basically. Do you please take it away and read this story? So we're just reading the stories because they're a little bit more lighthearted than um, the darkness of the founding fathers. <laughs> so husband hates taking family photos. So we are just going to do it without him. Our real estate agent offers free family photos of you purchased a house from her. Was that a sentence? Uh, No, I think she meant to say if you purchased a house from her. Okay, if you purchased a house from her. Okay, well, as as we're saying, we're getting this directly from the internet. So if you hear me saying things that don't make sense, I'm reading it directly from the internet. She's like Ron Burgundy. They're very stressed. She reads it directly from the teleprompter. They're very stressed. And you should see my face. Like, my eyebrows are, like, really, like, cinched. (laughs) Like, wait, am I reading that right? Fuck it, we're going live. We're going live. We're doing it live. Okay, go. Go ahead, go ahead. The photographer is pretty good. My husband hates family photos and apparently has no time to get ready and get a haircut. Mm. It's a lousy excuse for 10 minutes of his time. Anyway, I told him he doesn't have to go. All of the pictures he takes of me with the kids, he doesn't put any effort into it. No, one, two, three, man, this dude doesn't even count down. He just clicks it, okay? It's usually just his finger in the way or a poorly timed photo. I don't know if it's on purpose or he just doesn't care enough. Either way, it's never good. So I'm going to do this with my kids so I can have pretty pictures together without fingers or a horrible looking face that apparently seems like only my husband can capture. It's not my problem he doesn't want to do it. Am I a bitch for doing it without him? Tagged man rant. I hate to laugh because it's like, I do want to feel bad for her. I mean, obviously, nobody wants their baby daddy being like, oh, I don't want to take pictures with you. But, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, when you can't see the forest for the trees, it's like, he doesn't like you, man. He probably doesn't even like your kids. I'm sorry. He takes pictures by himself and he posts them on dating sites. Right? I mean, that's what he's doing. The first thing in a relationship is effort, and the man can't even, like, bother to count down or move his finger out the way. He hates you. He and hates, hates you kids. so much, sister. Like He won't even he... get his hair cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Is that why he can't take a good picture? Is it, like, his bangs are in the way and he just can't even see? Bro. I mean, that she says in the post that's a weak excuse, and it's like, that's... I mean, that's beyond, it's like, he's not take, getting his haircut. So it's like, he, it's, he's to his own detriment, making himself look like shit to go out of his way so he doesn't take pictures of you. Honestly, like, didn't I tell you that, like, that was one of the deciding factors of, like, me being like, I cannot do this with my baby daddy anymore. Like, the lack really? of effort. Yeah, like, he was very handsome. And then he just kind of, like, withered away. Oh, he didn't well, yeah. contacts anymore. 
He wore like glasses. He didn't want to get his hair cut. He had like that horrible beard. And I was just like, I like rolled over and like looked at him one day. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't wake <laughs> up to this every day. I can't get jiggy with this. <laughs> I can't get jiggy with this shit. You know what? I kind of want to know like what some of these uh, comments are saying in reply to her. They're all saying she's not a bitch for taking pictures and that she should get it printed out, framed, and hang it up somewhere. He has to see it every day. He's not going to care. That's that's the problem with these girls on this forum. It's like, honey, he's not going to care. He probably brings bitches to the house when she's at work and the kids are at daycare. And he's like, yeah, this is like my sister and her kids. That's why I'm not in any of the photos. Like, men are fucking devious, yo. They really are. It's actually pretty sad. Um, We really should suggest to them, like, we should just have, like, a burner account, like, you should Photoshop him in, like floating in the background. Like this is your family <laughs> picture. Just send it Take to like the your ugliest, in-ball. most like off the cuff picture of him, and he doesn't know it's coming. And then and just slack that in there. Um. Okay. So let's read another baby daddy story. I'll read this one. It is from actually one of our fans. Lovely. So, we're going to call this guy, this baby daddy, we're going to call him Messy Techie. Eh. So my friend, she's like a nurse director of nurses, like at this big hospital. And she says, hey, Brie, I have a great baby daddy story with my staff. One of my techs lives with his baby mom and they just had their second baby like a week ago. He claims they are not together and that he is a single dad and he's always flirting with a nurse on the staff. Then he got that nurse pregnant. So now the nurse is pregnant like six months and he's living with his baby mama and their two kids. Baby mama doesn't know about the nurse's pregnancy. And then his baby mama saw him texting the nurse once and she got pissed. She says, I can only imagine how this is going to go down. I'm waiting for it to implode and they both work on my floor. (laughs) And that is the messy techie. Like, how could you? I mean, there's levels to how fucked up this baby daddy is. You're going to shit where you eat. You're going to shit where you eat. You're going to. diarrhea where you ate. (laughs) You're cheating on your baby mama with one of your coworkers. And everybody knows obviously i mean my friend is the one telling me this like so she can't be the only one that knows good lord this is another example of the sassy man apocalypse like this man lives for drama what could be he the does. end result of this but but like a, a full-on love and hip-hop fight with him in the middle of it like he could have wrapped it up at any point i mean if you're gonna cheat on your baby mama with one of your co-workers Step one, use a condom. You're in a hospital. There's got to be condoms somewhere. I mean, it's medical equipment, right? I mean, medical paraphernalia. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's just, that, that's yeah, just like men. You're so messy. You couldn't wrap it up. You couldn't resist banging one of your coworkers. And you know what? That's kind of shitty on her part, too, because it's like, you know, I'm sure she knew that he lived with his baby mama, but still... But still, I really believe that in that case, he could have been a lot more responsible. I give that a mm, out of 10. <laughs> uh, out of 10. And for those two baby daddies that we just read to you about, we hate them. Hate. Yeah, hate. Capital H. They're not like a nuclear level threat. Like these are very like ordinarily 
threat level baby daddies, but yeah, the, they're irritating. The middle, middle of the terrorism threat level. <laughs> yeah. You can call the cops, but you don't need to call the army. So, right into the show. Send us voice messages. You can send them on Spotify and Instagram. And we're going to hop into Thomas Jefferson. Here we go. On the last episode, we spoke about a famous baby daddy. Today, we're going to talk about a historical baby daddy. Trigger warning for this episode, it's going to contain some discussion about child abuse, sexual assault, and slavery. Today, we'll be talking about a founding father and third president of the United States, Thomas motherfucking disgusting piece of shit, child rapist Jefferson. Boom. So as you know, I'm from Virginia, where Thomas Jefferson is also from, and he's a big fucking deal here. Like, all of our buildings and roads and shit are named after him, and there's an elite prep school here, which basically only accepts white and Asian kids that's named after him, and we have statues and pictures of him every fucking where, and it it disgusts me, honestly. I mean, he was a monster. And in my opinion, he was basically the founding father of child sexual assault. So if you look at his Wikipedia page, he has all this glowing praise about what an amazing man he was. But the fact that he owned people, it doesn't even appear on the page until like several paragraphs down, like five whole ass paragraphs down. And then after it says he owned people in the exact same sentence, it says that he condemned slavery like nigga pick a side honestly contradiction much we make a big deal of him in philadelphia too because you know declaration of independence and stuff but it's also well known that he just didn't get along with a lot of people like he had major beef with like a lot of people and that's like how do you get beef with people in the 18th century (laughs) you had to be drawn heavily to get beef with people at that time like all you're doing we're like sipping tea and dying in like your 40s like this this man was drawn basically he was taking tea out of people's hands throwing it in the boston harbor like no taxation and stealing children like he was just doing way too much yes i believe that he was stealing a lot of children um you have to look deep down on his page to find out the tip of the iceberg of like the wild shit about him um, especially where it lists like his children and wives in the little sidebar thingy on his Wikipedia page, you can see like the wording there is like a little fucked up. It's so it says he was married to Martha Wales, and it says he has quote six children with Martha Wales and up to six children with Sally Hemings. And then his page mentions it was quote unquote rumored that he had a relationship with one of his slaves, like not a rumor but anyway go on then there's one line on his page about sally and then it says they began a sexual relationship where she became pregnant at 16 years old you cannot begin a sexual relationship with a 44 year old man at 16 because there's another way to word that (laughs) and the fact that they worded it like that is super telling Basically, his wife, Martha, passed away when he was 39. And then 
uh, like a couple of years later, he just turns into a motherfucking child predator. And honestly, the age gap thing, a lot of people want to say, oh, well, it was a sign of the times. But again, if you do your research and just kind of like look into that stuff, it really wasn't like those were like nope. arranged marriages. And <laughs> usually re- relationships weren't that big of an age gap then. Like there was a power struggle. I mean, if you really want to think about it, like it wasn't just the age, it was the race where you weren't even really considered a human back then. Women weren't even considered full people back then. So like Sally, God bless her, but she was she was really in the worst position she possibly could have been. Absolutely. And for anybody to think otherwise is like fucked up. And if you look at Sally's Wikipedia page, it describes her as the mother of his shadow family. And that is the most unbelievably fucked up way I've ever heard anybody describe like a family of human beings like i i have actually never even heard that term before i clicked on her page and i saw that like i've heard of an outside family i've heard of a secret family but shadow family like the way that they phrase it it makes it sound like it's a conspiracy like being perpetuated against him and there's a separate article from both of their pages, which is called the Jefferson Hemings controversy. And I'm like, the word controversy being used here to describe how he raped and impregnated a 16-year-old girl who was enslaved by him is fucking wild. And to me, that's like saying that, you know, that dude Joseph Fritzel, it's like saying what Joseph Fritzel did to his daughter was a controversy when he kept her locked in his motherfucking basement and impregnated her for fucking years. And that's basically what Thomas Jefferson did to Sally. And I don't care how white people try to glorify him. Like, he wasn't even close to a good person. Very, very dark that they would say shadow family. And in this context, I'm like, is that like another like jab with like racism? Like, why shadow? Why shadow of all words to say when describing them? You know, these people like try the worst things to say. Absolutely. I'm like shadow family. I bet if you look at like, you know, like, for example, somebody who has like a mistress, like if they look at like a white guy who had a white mistress and she had kids, I bet you they don't say it was his fucking shadow family. Like, that is not a normal way to describe that. It's disgusting. And they weren't even in the shadows. Like, everybody knew about it. They were right Right. there. They were right there. You can see them. They're like, oh, there's old Sal and his kids. (laughs) Not old Sal. I'm dead. (laughs) That was awful. My God. But, but if you look at the Jefferson Hemings controversy page on Wikipedia. It goes into more detail about how Sally Hemings was literally his wife's sister. Like, yeah, his enslaved, raped, and impregnated his wife's 16-year-old half-sister most of her life until he died. Like, do you realize, like, these men, like, do you, do you know how, like, sickly they are by the time that they die? He just powered through that and just Ugh. kept torturing this poor girl. Disgusting. Moving on. I had to take a breath. <laughs> One of the historians mentioned on his page describes what he did as being in character with the times. I guess you can make the argument that 
slavery was in character with the times, but the rest, uh, I honestly can't say no, no, because even then it seems like even other slave owners were like, that's a bit much. Like to just keep her under lock and key. And that's not a normal thing to do what he did. And it's not a normal thing for his father-in-law to have done the same thing to like Sally's mother. The dude calls it part of the natural landscape in Virginia. Brie, you're a part of Virginia. Is that, is that what you guys do down there? I'm looking down there. Is that what you do? No, we don't do that shit down here. <laughs> we do a lot of fucked up shit, but we don't do that. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to have to go down there and check because I'm, I'm scared of Virginians. <laughs> I don't know what's going on down there. It's dark down there. It's shadowy like down shadows. there, as they would say. Yeah, it's Shadow shadowy families. down there. The Monticello Foundation, they upkeeps his plantation and legacy and the stuff commissioned a DNA test that confirmed that he fathered Sally's children. If that wasn't obvious enough, they I guess they still wanted to have proof of it. But then that same foundation would not allow their descendants to be buried there where all his other descendants through Martha are buried. Like they're already siblings to begin with in like the first generation. Like they're still very interconnected. They have the same father like why isn't this happening and they also found out that they were keeping her in a room underneath a terrace there like why did he even keep her body if like if he didn't even like supposedly cherish her no he kept her like living there like her room was underneath a terrace at monticello like that's where she lived that's so horrible then they're going to say that they can't tell the nature of the relationship when he first met her when she was 14 years old 14 president of the united states 14 year old girl so he said (laughs) this foundation said and i quote we can't really know what the dynamic was was it rape was there affection we felt we had to present a range of views including the most painful one i feel like all around there was nothing but pain painful for who (laughs) what like it is painful for me to even have to think about what he did to her like it had to be painful for sally and these niggas over here talking about it's painful to discuss the negative parts of his legacy and it's because the president of the thomas jefferson foundation is a white man and they identify with him and that's it and it's disgusting like the hidden room that she was kept in under the fucking Paris, it had a slave tunnel that connected it to Thomas's room. And Monticello was literally designed to facilitate enslavement and rape. And you're sitting here like tickle-truthing us about the relationship. This is just wild to remember because like this man was just like writing this document like, yeah, all men are created equal. But I wanted slave tunnel directly to my bedroom. Like, what What even was that? Well, even at one point, Sally had the option to petition for her freedom and live free in Paris. But Thomas, child rapist ass Jefferson, convinced her to take her pregnant self back to Virginia. And he said he'd free their kids when they turned 21. Do you think that he wrote anything that said that would be binding for her to free her kids? Absolutely you think you would do not. something like that for her? No. Ridiculous. Because why not just free them from the jump? 
She was 16. Her mother and all of her other relatives were back in the U.S. So I understood why she went back, but it's still so disgusting to even have to ask her to come back to Virginia and be his pregnant slave basically forever. And additionally, I have to ask, why would that even be like, I understand like people try to like frame it as, oh, well, he told her to go live in Paris, but this is an American slave that you're just letting loose in Paris. Did she know French? Did she have any? She, it said like while she was there, she did start to learn it. Like she was starting to learn French and like ingratiate herself like in French culture. And then she didn't really want to come back, but he persuaded her by saying that um, he would free her and her kids when they turned 21. So like, I mean, he basically just like convinced her to come based on his word, which wasn't quite the truth. That's awful. But also it makes me think like, okay, you can leave, but, like, I can understand, like, that, like, soft hand, but, like, in, like, a an iron-fisted way, like, oh, you know, you can leave, but who's going to support you like I do? <laughs> right, and she's a child, so, and all of her family was there, so, you know, I mean, you can't, I, I would probably have come back, too, and so, according to the Wikipedia article, so, one of his son's ran away at 24 years old and Thomas Jefferson was still alive at that point. And so it's like, if he was going to free them when they turned 21, why did one of his sons have to run away when he was 24? And then it says one of his daughters left when she was 21 and they say it's not clear if she had permission or not. And there's no records like indicating that he freed her. So I'm pretty sure she was just like, fuck it, I'm leaving. And then the rest of his kids through Sally, uh, they were granted freedom through his will after he died. Um, and hilariously, apparently when he died, like he was broke as fuck. And it says that his hundreds of slaves and his estate had to be sold after he died to pay his debts. And then one of his white daughters freed her aunt slash stepmother Sally and some of Sally's other relatives so they wouldn't have to be sold at auction. And I'm reading that like, how fucking kind of you, Thomas Jefferson's white daughter. Anyway, she lived as a free woman in Virginia for nine years until she died. So if you compare that nine years of freedom with the 40-ish years that she was enslaved by Thomas fucking Jefferson and she lived under a goddamn terrace, like with a slave tunnel connecting to his room, like nine years is nothing. I mean, I'm glad that she did get nine years of freedom, but 40-ish years from the time as a teenager, like, come on. The whole situation is actually so heartbreaking because, like, I can honestly think, like, how alone she must have felt. Not not only, like, the situation with him, but, like, with her family members and, like, the people that she would have related to, I guess, would have been, like, the other slaves. Like, she clearly would have been, like, put away and, like, cordoned off from the other people. So, like, right. who would she even have talked to about this? And I'm sure other people, like other slaves got sold or like, you know, dealt with shit. And, you know, what could she do? She couldn't like make friends with them. You couldn't have any kind of permanent relationships with other slaves. And I said he had hundreds of them. Like what a fucked up situation to be in and see your children be slaves. And oh, I just can't even, I can't even imagine. 
I even read once that um he only picked Sally too because he only saw humanity in her because of her whiteness. That is fucking foul. And you know what? That's true. If you look at the like historical records of the time, a lot of people they thought like black people weren't human. They thought it was like a, a whole other species. And that and some people even thought like you can't breed like a black person with a white person, which obviously that's not true. Like they created whole shadow families. Like, you know, that fucking society back then. I mean, I just can't even imagine. And going off of that, I think like he treated like his children that he had with her, like they weren't really his children, of course, but like you could tell how those children went from his descendants that are walking around nowadays, they went right back to what they knew and they went and they procreated with black people because Mm -hmm. I feel like he thought, even though he was with Sally and maybe he provided for her in whatever ways you can provide for a woman that you literally enslaved and impregnated, he just saw them as a taint. Even though they were like, what, only what, like a quarter black? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were... And even if they were to have like white descendants, they they still had that weird caste system in the South. So they were really never going to escape that black taint that the people saw back then in that society. So it's just, it's really, it's really terrible. Like that whole, that whole family seems almost just, just unbelievable to just like wrap your head around. Right. And it said in the article, like the one, the one daughter that left at 21 with her without permission, it did say that she was white passing. And so it's like, I really wonder like what her life was like, you know, because I'm sure she had to like change her name and like, you know, not be identified as like one of Thomas Jefferson's daughters, because then people would have known like, well, you're clearly not one of Martha's children, you know, like, because I think she was born like way after Martha died. So she probably had to like change her whole identity and just like go into hiding basically. Like what kind of quality of life is that? And he didn't care. All he wanted was Sally living under his terrace where he had easy access to her and clearly did not give a fuck about the children they had. Like, no, like the teeth flying out their mouth. Like it, it, it shouldn't have happened. They should have been like rock'em sock'em robots. That wasn't a thing back then. Maybe it was like, rock'em sock'em wooden figures but at the same time they should have been going at it somebody's ass should have been kicked like I, I i cannot stand this man i am so glad that thomas jefferson when he died he was broke as a fucking joke because in in some sick way like that gives me some comfort like the fact that he was just he, he was so even with hundreds of people doing free literal slave labor for him he still couldn't hack it in virginia meanwhile you know i'm a virginian i'm a homeowner i'm living large i'm just kidding but he died broke and i don't care what he did for the commonwealth of virginia i don't care what he did for america like thomas jefferson you literally raped and you enslaved children your own children and sally as a child like rest in piss nigga the on a scale of one to ten how much do we hate this baby daddy one thousand over one thousand i hate him hate him thank you for freeing us from the british i guess but no i hate him and also we could have done it without him yeah honestly i like googled how he died 
the first result was <laughs> what finally killed Thomas Jefferson? And it's literally from Monticello.org. Exhaustion from intense diarrhea. Oh Thank no. God. No Thank way. God. This man this man pooped himself to near exhaustion and just died on whatever like bedpan they put him on. I'm so happy. Oh my god. So he died broke and shitting himself to death. Yes. Yup. That's how it goes back then. Like it was not sweet. They should have like I would have been more fearful of like a, a of a vengeful god back then when your odds of shitting yourself to death were like one in two. Like that's why they call it like Montezuma's revenge, right? <laughs> That was Sally's revenge. Right, that's what slave ghosts, slave ghosts that were like, you know, ancestors of Sally's came back and were like, nigga, you gonna shit yourself to death. And how, and how. Boom, Thomas Jefferson, we fucking hate you. And honestly, I hate all the other founding rapists. So we hate all of you and we're coming from all of you eventually on this show. So rest in piss, you shit yourself to death. You deserved it, period. You know what we should mention? Tell me. Both of our baby daddies are white. Do you see similarities <laughs> in our cases? Oh, yeah, we should mention that. Should we? Do we have to expose ourselves that way? <laughs> yes, we are two black women. And we say nigga a lot. So we're not, you can't like, that's you can't true. It's a little like, late. Cancel us for that. You can't cancel it, yeah. us for saying nigga. We're black. We're it's a little late to reveal that we are black, <laughs> but but yes, both of our baby daddies unfortunately are Caucasian males. Have <laughs> you on the cock? <laughs> and that's our show, guys. You know, make sure to listen next week. We post new episodes on Wednesdays, and feel free to suggest some other famous and historical baby daddies for us to roast. And we also want you guys to write to us about, like, the wildest shit that your baby daddy has done or, like, your friend's baby daddy has done. Give them nicknames like ours are Party City Skeleton and Drunky Crashy. And um, we'll read it on the show. And you can send us voice messages. Um, You can send them through Instagram or through Spotify, um, you know, about these baby daddies. And we might play it in one of our episodes. So, Dee, do you want to tell them where they can follow us? You can follow us on IG at W-H-Y Baby Daddy. Because why Baby Daddy? Why? Why, why? Right. Why? Why are you like this? And on TikTok at W-H-Y Baby Daddy. Why Baby Daddy? And tune in next Wednesday. That's our show. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.